Good morning and happy Sabbath. Um, Let's begin with a word of prayer. Father in heaven, Lord, we thank you so much for this opportunity to come before your people. And Lord, we stand up here unworthy. And Father, we ask that you will hide us behind your cross. And that, Lord, you will be given all the glory for all that you have done. We thank you, dear Father, for what you have done in our lives and what you are doing in the lives of each individual here. And we pray that we will all be blessed from what you have given us to speak today. In Jesus' name, amen. Patriarchs and Prophets, page 290. God in his providence brought the Hebrews into the mountain fastnesses before the sea that he might manifest his power in their deliverance and signally humble the pride of their oppressors. He might have saved them in any other way, but he chose this method in order to test their faith and strengthen their trust in him. The people were weary and terrified, yet if they held back when Moses bade them advance, God would never have opened the path for them. It was by faith that they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land. And marching down to the very water, they showed that they believed the word of God as spoken by Moses. They did all that was in their power to do. And then the mighty one of Israel divided the sea to make a path for their feet. The great lesson here is taught for all time. Often the Christian life is beset by dangers and duty seems hard to perform. The imagination pictures the impending ruin before and bondage or death behind. Yet the voice of God speaks clearly, go forward. We should obey this command, even though our eyes cannot penetrate the darkness and we feel the cold waves about our feet. The obstacles that hinder our progress will never disappear before a halting, doubting spirit. Those who defer defer obedience till every shadow of uncertainty disappears and there remains no risk of failure or defeat will never obey at all. Unbelief whispers, let us wait till the obstructions are removed and we can see our way clearly. But faith courageously urges in advance, hoping all things, believing all things. The path where God leads the way may lie through the desert or the sea, but it is a safe path. I think we can each relate to these paragraphs in our own lives. However, how often in the Christian walk and experience are we troubled with difficulties? I think we all can agree, often. God allows many of these situations to have us grow in faith and to cultivate trust in the one who will never fail us, leave us, nor forsake us. In Romans 8, 7, we are told that the carnal mind is enmity against God. Everything in our human nature resists this cultivation of trust. We like things to be laid out so we can clearly see the outcome before we put ourselves seemingly at risk. How can we overcome these tendencies to doubt, to hesitate, to question, and have that faith to trust God as a child trusts their parent? The simple answer is, we can't of ourselves. When trials arise, which they do and will, we need to look to God to strengthen us and to hold on in faith. And when we allow God to help us, he opens the way. And so the last time that we were privileged to stand before you guys and share some experiences, um, we shared about how the Lord moved us down to South Carolina. And uh, in our own experience over the last two years, God has brought us into many varied circumstances. 
or by his grace, we exercised faith, though we regret to say that in some instances we failed to do so. And our faith wavered, and like Israel of old, we questioned, if God is leading us, why do these things come upon us? In these instances, we began to look at circumstances instead of trusting in God. Yet in each of them, God has always or always had answers to these problems. With the Lord moving us to South Carolina, it was as if he had parted the Red Sea. I was thinking that everything would be peachy. And uh, the Lord opened the way with this big move to South Carolina, and everything came together miraculously with no issues. And uh, then we began our own wilderness experience. And within days, my faith began to waver. Many look back to the Israelites and marvel at their unbelief and murmuring, feeling that they themselves would not have been so ungrateful. But when their faith is tested, even by little trials, they manifest no more faith or patience than in ancient Israel. When brought into straight places, they murmur at the process by which God has chosen to purify them. Though the present needs are supplied, many are unwilling to trust God for the future, and they are in constant anxiety lest poverty shall come upon them, and their children shall be left to suffer. Some are always anticipating evil or magnifying the difficulties that really exist, so that their eyes are blinded to the many blessings which demand their gratitude. The obstacles they encounter, instead of leading them to seek help from God, the only source of strength, separate them from Him, because they awaken unrest and repining. Patriarchs and Prophets, 293. And so we began our search for a decent place to live. However, we can only find some discouraging options down in South Carolina, at least in a location where we were at. And after a short time, I began to question, again, if God was leading. Like Israel of old, I began to murmur and complain. And so um, I have found a lot of times that the Lord waits until the very last minute to work a miracle. I don't know if you guys have found that in your own lives. Um, but by doing this, it allows time for us to exercise faith and to further cultivate faith in him. So here we sat at the Howard Johnson Hotel Room, and I cried and cried. I was looking at the circumstances thinking that, oh, Lord, we're never going to find a place to live. We only have so much money to stay in hotels. And uh, so, breaking down, I called uh, the lady who is then going to be our leader. Her name is Louise. And I cried to her about it. And so, she chose to use her day off and to come out and pay us a visit and to help us search for a place to live. On her way out, she called the pastor of the church we would later attend. And uh, he made a phone call to a family, and that family decided to take us in. And so there, the first problem the Lord got rid of, paying for the hotel, was solved. Then the next step was finding a home. We told Louise that what we thought our price range was, and, uh, and she said that we need to have a little bit more faith in God to provide for our rent. And uh, in all the decent places for us to live, were about $600 to $800. She told us that we needed, again, to have more faith. She said, God wants us to have a home that is decent to live in and to trust in God to provide the money needed to take care of the rent. Not long after, we found a home. 
Granted, this wasn't my favorite place that we have ever lived, um, but I truly believe that had we been exercising faith from the beginning, God would have shown us something even better. Brothers and sisters, our God is so patient with us, his erring children. Even when we weren't trusting in him, he was still guiding and protecting us. What a merciful and loving God. And uh, another example uh, of his mercy took place in December of 2013. We had extra boxes of books that needed to be sold by the end of the year. Uh, and if they weren't sold, we would have to then pay the money to ship them back to the home office, which would have cost a decent amount of money. So that last week of the month, we decided that the Lord, or to ask the Lord to open up the way and for all of those books to get into people's homes. So as the days passed, we weren't finding people at home or they didn't have the money for the down payment. And meanwhile, shipping the books back was only getting more and more expensive. The sets we had were the Bible stories, the bedtime stories, a family Bible, and a set of the Bible reference library, which is the conflict of the ages. It was the last day we were working, and about an hour away from home, and we only had a handful of leads. I think it was about three. Not very promising. It was slim pickings. It was slim pickings. Um, We didn't find anyone home all day. Then the night fell, which makes going up to people's homes not ideal. We chose to look at the circumstances and became a bit discouraged. However, after claiming some scripture promises and singing some hymns, we were strengthened to continue working. We only had uh, one more potential lead. Ooh, I think I'm a little out of order. Anyway, we went to one home, and uh, they ended up buying the family Bible and the Bible readings. And then, so that was a little bit of books sold, but we we still still had had, three-quarter of the pile to go. (laughs) We had basically all of that left. And uh, and so we arrive at this last home. It was one where they hadn't been home earlier in the day. And this man answers the door a little perturbed. It was, you know, about 8 o'clock at night, getting the kids ready for bed. And, uh, and he welcomed us into his home. And we began to show him the Bible stories, the Bible reference library, and the family Bible. And, uh, and to him as well as his three children. And he decided, yep, he wants them all. And, uh, and he asked us a question that we had never, never been asked before. before. <laughs> and actually, we were never asked that question afterwards. After buying and ready to buy that amount of books, he said, do you guys have anything else? <laughs> and uh, to a literature evangelist, that's like music to our ears. Yeah. And, uh, and so the last set of books that I thought, you know, we never usually sell the bedtime stories. And I thought, with all these other books, and, and here we had someone who was looking to buy everything. And uh, not only did he just pay a down payment, he decided he was actually going to pay the f- amount in full. Again from Patriarchs and Prophets, page 293. Do we well to be thus unbelieving? Why should we be ungrateful and distrustful? Jesus is our friend. All heaven is interested in our welfare. And our anxiety and fear grieve the Holy Spirit of God. He does not propose to take his people out of the world of sin and evil, but he points us to a never-failing refuge. He invites the weary and care-laden, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy-laden, and I will give you rest. Lay off the yoke of anxiety and worldly care that you have placed on your own neck. 
and take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lonely in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. We may find rest in peace in God, casting all our care upon him, for he careth for us. And there were other times by God's grace that, only by God's <laughs> grace, <laughs> that we exercised faith, claiming, claiming scripture promises, and God honored our faith and his word. For example, there was a time when um, we were actually having some car issues with the car that we brought down there. Put, yeah, a, put uh, a lot of money into the car. Yeah, 1997 Pontiac Grand Prix. And, it was uh, a rust bucket. <laughs> we, it was it was quite the experience. And so anyway, kept putting money into this car, money into this car, and the car was in the shop. And uh, we, the Lord, I mean, miraculously, every single time, and we, we had all the money to take care of it. And uh, so then, car's in the shop again, and we have the money to take care of it. But then I look online and I see we had this bill. And this bill came up that we were not expecting. And I'm giving you the short story. Anyway, we had to pay 600 and some odd dollars in order to not be then charged more. And it was chaos. Anyway, we needed to pay this money. And that 600 and some dollars we had to put to get our car out of the shop. And so we were just, what? I mean, $600 and doesn't just come out of nowhere, but with God it does. And um, so immediately we got on our knees and we started praying and, uh, and claiming promises. And I'm trying to look for the ones that we claimed. Here we go. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Lord, we've been seeking you in the work that we're doing. We're seeking to do your will. And, uh, and you promise to take care of us, all the needs, even the bills. And, uh, and also, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lead not, lean not unto thine own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall sure, direct thy paths. Yeah. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And so, as we were praying, now, Shane is not one to, I, I kind of put things where I think they should go. Yeah, you have a certain place for them, and Amanda can come back to them. I'll put something somewhere, and... I probably won't come back to it. <laughs> and so we had, um, uh, what's that little Roth IRA? Well, yeah, uh, at the previous job before we went down to South Carolina, I had some uh, kind of savings set aside, and we had kind of forgotten about it. And we had, like, this letter kind of informing us that unless we transferred it to a different kind of workplace kind of agreement. They would just send us the money. Check, so, well, or we I, could take it out early. Yeah, or we could take it out early. So I put the letter some random place and it was on top of the entertainment center which is way up high and uh, can't even see it or anything like that and forgot about it and so we lift up our our heads from praying and he gets up walks over picks it up the lord had impressed him where to go and uh and there was just about the exact amount that we needed that we could call and get it out ahead of time and, uh, and I called the place where we had to send the bill and I said, you know, we have the money, but, you know, it'll be here within two, or she said, you have to have it in two weeks, within two weeks. And it came and the bill was miraculously taken care of. Um, another story, which wasn't, uh, very enjoyable. We had, uh, in August, which I'm sure you guys know is the hottest month of the year, especially down in the humid climate of South Carolina. And uh, at the beginning of the month, our air conditioning went out, and we didn't necessarily have the money 
right away to get it fixed. And so we went actually the whole month of August. It was a very big character building month. Mm-hmm. And um, and so we were going from home to home, and we'd have the, the windows rolled down. down. We, we'd stop it at restaurants and getting ice water and having rags, doing some of the old-fashioned tricks that they would do back then just to get by and uh, claiming scripture promises. Uh, I can do all, all things, things through Christ, Christ which strengthens me. <laughs> Philippians 4.13. And, uh, and so what was amazing about that month is throughout that month, and then I know there were some times where we were discouraged, but throughout that month we decided to hold on in faith and to keep going. And uh, even in when it's over 100 degrees, and um, and the Lord blessed us abundantly. That was our highest selling month in South Carolina. Um, our goal each month is about four thousand five hundred dollars. And that month, the Lord blessed us and doubled that. And not only that, He provided the money not even through work, um, but through a different source. They paid for us to get our air conditioning fixed. Yep, and everything uh, just fixed and resolved, and just praise God. And so, just another example. And um, our last example is with our son. And uh, when I had gone into labor, uh, they had to actually speed up the process by inducing me, and which led to some series of issues. And Samuel was doing very well throughout the whole labor. His heart rate was staying about between 140 and 150. And uh, and then after they had induced me, not long after, his heart rate started to drop. It plummeted. And uh, they like they don't want it to get below 110. And uh, he, his heart rate, from what I saw, and Shane had saw it go further down. Um, when I saw it, it was down into about 60. And uh, I saw it actually get down to 50. And in this process, there doing everything they could, rolling Amanda from side to side, trying to get Samuel's heart rate to uh, kick back up, and, and it was for respond. about nine or nine minutes or so. So it was getting very serious, and they were bringing in all the emergency surgical team, uh, pulling out all the stuff, and we were just claiming uh, promises at that time and praying fervently to the Lord, claiming, uh, call upon me in the day of trouble, and I shall deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. And, uh, and it was to the point where... Um, they had gotten everything ready to do an emergency C-section, which would have provided uh, problems all of its own. And uh, they did everything but apply the knife. And Shane had prayed and asked the Lord, just seeing you know, the things that are going on in this world, and that, Lord, if it's not your will for this little child to be born, then please remove him now. It's okay, little one. <laughs> then please remove him now, but if it is your will, please deliver him from this. And immediately his heart rate shot up to 140 and he stabilized and we were able to have a natural delivery and uh and he's perfectly healthy and no issues from what took place but uh i know that he um it is only by the grace of god that he is here today and perfectly healthy and um and those scripture promises got us through it and so um uh, in closing, the Lord is waiting for us to take hold and to seek his strength. That's why those scriptural promises are there in his word. We only need to search for them and to take hold of them and to claim them in faith. And, and you God. know, the other thing is, too, that 
How can we know the scripture promises unless we're spending time with him in his word and putting them to memory? And not just sitting there and going over it over and over again, but understanding what those verses say and having them become a part of us and become a part of our lives. That's what we need. And just uh, another thought. Uh, the Lord puts us through these trials and difficulties to not just to see whether or not we take the blessings that he's willing to give us or that we miss out on those blessings. He's using it as a process to refine us, to purify us for the things that are coming later on in our lives and ultimately to have us ready for his soon coming. So uh, here's a nice uh, excerpt from uh, the devotional Our Father Cares, July 31st. Let us not cast away our confidence, but have firm assurance, firmer than ever before. Hitherto hath the Lord helped us, and he will help us to the end. Let us look to the monumental pillars, reminders of what the Lord has done to comfort us and to save us from the hand of the destroyer. Let us keep fresh in our memory all the tender mercies that God has shown us, the tears he has wiped away, the pains he has soothed, the anxieties removed, the fears dispelled, the wants supplied, the blessings bestowed, thus strengthening ourselves for all that is before us through the remainder of our pilgrimage. We cannot but look forward to new perplexities in the coming conflict, but as we may look on, what is past, as well as what is to come, and say, Hitherto hath the Lord helped us. As thy days, so shall thy strength be. The trial will not exceed the strength that is to be given, that shall be given us to bear it. Then let us take up our work just where we find it, believing whatever may come, strength proportionate to the trial will be given. All right, well, let's close in a... Uh, Word of prayer? Yeah, in a word of prayer. I think that's the next part. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you pray. All right. Heavenly Father, we come to you in prayer. And Lord, uh, it, the signs of the times are all around us. Uh, an example of this that I was just exposed to recently, uh, in a normal year's time, there's about 50-some earthquakes. Well, there's or actually 50-some volcanoes going off in a year. Well, there's uh, 40-some volcanoes going off today. Uh, so, Lord, things are happening quickly. You are coming soon. So please, dear God, help us to take hold of your promises. Help us to take hold of that transforming grace that you are willing to supply for us, that you have supplied for us in your Son, Jesus. We ask and pray, dear Father, that you will have us be fitted for your heavenly courts above and have us in this life, in this meantime, until you come, to be witnesses for your truth, to reflect your light and your love into this dark world. We ask and pray these things in your Son's precious name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, Lord, as we go through this next week, and as we go throughout the rest of our lives until your soon coming, Father, we pray that you will cultivate this trust in us, for we cannot produce it of ourselves. And Lord, we ask for your Holy Spirit to continue to guide and direct each of us and, Lord, and inspire us to do your work and finish, and finish this work so that you may come sooner. We ask these things and pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.